At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio presents The Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. All right, adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is part three of our uh, little series that we've been doing this month on the different games and the way they've evolved and changed over time. So I hope you guys are buckled in for some weird ones today. I'm your host, Tom, or Robots. You can call me either. And I'm here, as usual, with Lotus of Doom. How you doing, Lotus? I am well. I am very well. Well, good. Yeah. Lotus uh, raided over. He was he was streaming some of the new content, trying to hit those, get those new CPs. Yep. yep. Lots of changes in Elder Scrolls Online for those of you who play the most recent online version of the game. Lots of lots of new stuff hitting console and it hit uh, hit PC two weeks ago now, I guess it would be. So, yep, definitely so far feels good, like some good changes to the game. That's good. That's good. I've, I've dug in a little bit. I've uh, respect my character, my main character, at least. Um, I'm, uh, so we, as with all of these, <laughs> these games, like, I don't know, there's something about playing MMOs where I'm just like, I just want to make another character. I want to make another I, character. I feel like I am in the extreme minority that does not run like 30 different characters. I yeah. really just kind of run my one, but that's how I play all of the games. I just kind of like, and it, people think it's strange that it's just like, oh, you've, 2000 hours in skyrim how many mods do you use none, none. okay how many characters you have <laughs> one and they're like what are you still doing what is there <laughs> like, left to do i was like i don't know there could be a rock i haven't found what's under it yet no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's it's like me in video games so many people just pick one or two games and they just stick with them and i just have to bounce around mm -hmm. all the time so yep. i don't know it's just personalities you know we enjoy things in yeah, different ways sure. which is cool um but I, i'm considering starting another character uh, one of the things that well, there's a few things I want to do before we get into the topic today at the beginning of the show to kind of just get out of the way. Um, some fun things going on. First and most importantly, before I get into this reason why I might start a, another alt. Um, first and most importantly, we are setting up a potential interview with somebody very important behind Elder Scrolls Online. And mm -hmm. we uh, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about putting some questions together. But then I was like, you know what? We should open this up to the community because you guys will give us the questions that you want to hear the answers to, not just the things that we want to hear the answers to. So I have put on our Discord a channel on the Robots Radio Discord, and you can get to it uh, in chat right now if you type here. I'll just type exclamation Discord. 
you can see the link to the Robots Radio Discord. There is a channel. Look for a channel called um, Questions for Zoss. And it's down in the Elder Scrolls section. There's a whole bunch of sub-channels. And we want your questions. What would you ask them if you had the opportunity to ask, ask them something about the new content coming this year, how they made it, what their goals are, future changes, anything that you would want to find out about, post some questions in there. And we will do our best to go through all the questions that we get, pick out the best questions, and potentially on a future episode of this podcast, have a guest here with us in order to answer your questions directly. So please join us in that. If you were listening, uh, not live, you can always do this later. Um, we're going to give it about a week, week and a half, because I want to get them the list of questions so that they can kind of review them, make sure everything is cool. They're willing to talk about all, all the specific stuff, and then we'll be able to set up our interview. So um, so don't don't dilly dally. Get, the, get those questions in there for us and we'll yep. we'll we'll pass them on yeah. for all the teas 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 because we can't yeah. really say anything we can't say finalized. anything it needs to be finalized but we have yeah. an opportunity to potentially have a really cool interview so um yeah. so we want to get we want to get your stuff you know like what do you what do you want to know so let us know um again exclamation discord if you are here during the live show We'll pull up the link. Um, also, the other thing, you, you guys know that sometimes in between the regular episodes, uh, there's Boots. Boots is in the background. Hi, Boots. Boots. Um, uh, Lotus's dog. <laughs> um, in between the regular episodes, sometimes I'll do these game episodes where I'm like role-playing through Elder Scrolls Online or Skyrim or something like that. Um, what I've decided to do is take that concept and put it in its own feed because there's a lot of games i do this with fallout sometimes but there's a lot of other games we've got we've, we're launching a mass effect lore cast coming up it'll be on sunday nights at 10 30 uh kung fu kangaroo who's in chat will be doing that show with me and kung fu kangaroo is is uh, knows everything basically about mass effect um and so with the whole the no. whole redone <laughs> version of the game coming out soon and potentially new ep new episodes new uh, games for that coming out. We're gonna we're gonna start talking about Mass Effect lore because it's such a wonderful, juicy universe full of all sorts of cool stuff. Um, so that's coming up. But with that game and all the other games that I do, I'm going to put out a feed, and I think I'm gonna call it Ro Robots Role Plays. It'll be a podcast feed of audio of me role playing through, and I'm probably gonna start with Elder Scrolls Online, and that's why I'm gonna make an alt. And I think I'm going to start at the very beginning and go through from the very beginning the like core quests in the game and just mainline the core quests because a lot of that stuff has been out for years. It's not really a spoiler, but it's something I can kind of play with and, you know, role play my way through. And then I'll get through some of the other content as well. Um, and maybe every so often I'll switch games and I'll play through maybe some of the Mass Effect games and maybe I'll play through some Fallout or whatever. And it'll just, it's kind of a fun thing. So if you're into those episodes in just a few weeks, look up Robots Role Plays and it'll be available everywhere. So that's it. That's the, let's get done with the, I don't know what this is called. The stuff, the stuff we have to Promo do before. Plugs. Yeah. The <laughs> plugs and promos and stuff. I just wanted to get that stuff out of the way, but mostly I want your questions. I mean, more than anything, send us your questions so that we can get those set up and, and going. Um, Lotus, yeah. let's talk about some of these other games, these other Elder Scrolls games that I think there's a lot of people who don't even know. Like if I, if you were to walk into a crowd of, I don't know, people at a convention and be like, hey, list all the all the non-main Elder Scrolls games. 
like yes. I think po- people might be able to pick up like one or two and be like, oh, wasn't there one that was like Red Guard? And then wasn't there right? Like this, this is so for our finale of this, it's gonna be this is the real real random ones this is getting <laughs> super esoteric on what exists here in the series these are the deep um, cuts these are the deep these cuts. are the b-sides I, that get released I guess only we should <laughs> why don't we start i suppose with the all right what there's a few of these that even I have not really dabbled too much into. I've got a little understanding of them because I do have versions of them that I will be able to stream when I eventually get to it in my quest to beat all Elder Scrolls games. Mm-hmm. But a few of these I do need to kind of give an overview on. Also, there's not that much to talk about with a few of them <laughs> because there's barely anything there. Right, but right, right. <laughs> details. But that's fine. Um, that's fine. And and yeah. then after we get through all of these, uh, stay tuned for the second half of the episode. We're going to go over some of the new events coming to Elder Scrolls Online, including the Jester's Festival. And I've got like images and videos of some of the stuff that you can unlock because I, I dude i love the jester's festival it's so wacky but anyway yes. let's let's get so, to the let's get to the games all right so why don't we start with the other big box game i guess from an age past was the elder scrolls adventures red guard which the story to elder scrolls red guard is actually somewhat integral and had like it's a pretty cool story it's got some fmvs it's todd howard's first directorial project um, oh that's which, interesting i, I didn't yeah, know that yeah i, I didn't come across that info his, yes yeah, so if if the the thing that so i have played and beaten this game not on stream this was way back before i was really all that involved with the community so this was like three and a half years ago i guess um i played and suffered through red guard um (laughs) and i'll explain why in a minute but my joke suffering isn't so much a joke when it comes to elder scrolls red guard um i noticed his tight like i i noticed todd howard was credited as like i i think it might have been creative director or something like that but he he was like in the title screen like and i was like oh my god this one's done like by todd howard like this must have been when the series found its footing i wonder why everyone hates this game (laughs) um Mm. it is not an rpg it is not an open world it's not even a game where you make your own character (laughs) you play the adventure of this red guard uh exile kind of deal or or pirate uh yeah, it says it's pirate themed. It's very pirate themed because it's on Stros Mackay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you yourself fight a lot more pirates than you are a pirate yourself, but you have like a piratey background. So it is an adventure game, like a puzzle platformer adventure game. The best way I can explain the gameplay of Elder Scrolls Redguard is the old original tomb raider games where you had to like line up your walking pattern and then try to make these jumps to other platforms combat was clunky and not really that that's saying something when i'm my favorite game is morrowind and i don't (laughs) try to sugarcoat how clunky the gameplay is in that the gameplay in this is clunky (laughs) yeah um and it is it has some of the most 
over-the-top voice acting. Uh, they had a great picture of it. Um, yeah, this is from um, this is from a video, and I think this might even be like one of the like the intro oh, yes, video or something. Intro. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, this is one of the intro videos for anybody who's watching. So the FMVs for the time are actually pretty neat. Um, it's it's kind of cool. They've got the bookshelf thing going like they usually do. Um, it involves uh, so. This is so late nineties. Oh, by the way, this was nineteen ninety eight. So there was there yes. was Daggerfall, and then there was um. Then then uh, we got Battlespire. Battlespire. This was then yeah. this one. Okay, like League one year after each other. Yeah, one year after each other. Like one year, and then next year, and then next year. These were all released in order. Okay, so how i can try some of the bullet points of this because this will at least be one of the larger ones uh all around it's got a very interesting story you and en you encounter some interesting characters one of which for anybody who plays elder scrolls online um there is a certain red someone from the elsewhere expansion that is actually a character and boss in this game, which is pretty crazy. Uh, the tie-ins that you get. Um, there's some interesting references to things that you'll see later in the series. But the biggest issue with this game, uh, you will encounter a slowed as well. Like it's it's it, it it's the first look at many things. Oh, dude, look at this um, Khajiit. He's got like 10 polygons. Yes, <laughs> he, he does. And actually, as Benefactor mentioned in chat, one of the things about this, this is a contained, I'd call it kind of a short story because it's contained into a, in and of itself. Playing this game, I do not recommend. <laughs> Seeing the story to this game, I do recommend. It is a really cool condensed storyline. Um, and even though like you don't make your own character, you play through the adventure of Silas, which is neat. Like I, it's just it's a good all around storyline and it ties into many important events in the series. The big problem is the gameplay is atrocious as far as I'm concerned. It's very, very sloppy, like. Yeah, they're not even showing combat. I was going to say he was getting piratey attacked I'm, and stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm video. skipping. I'm trying to find yeah. places. Okay, so here, here he is running around. It's there. Yeah, oh, so the man. video feed is the frame rate is rough. It's there's a lot of things that are rough. Um, it's not really open world. I mean, it it is ish, but it's not like an open world adventure like you're used to with, with what the series brings. That's not the point of this. The fighting is very, very sloppy. And as you can see from the video, <laughs> um, they have subtitles on. They never shut up in this game. Every fight <laughs> is just four repeated things just on a loop. And it's insane. I found the game very, very difficult. Personally, I'm not good at platformers. Um, and the platforming is an experience, to say the least. But um, it is a very big departure from what anything else The Elder Scrolls really has to offer. Um, I guess if you don't like the rest of the series, maybe this is more up your alley. But this is a weird entry point. Um, but yeah great props to the story 
really, really strange with the audio again, but the story ended up mattering a lot to the series and was really cool when I played through it. Um, but <laughs> it also did not do very well because... <laughs> because it wasn't a great game. Yeah. It, because yeah. it was, yeah. I was going to say, I, some of that I'm always like, I, I always like to give it my flavor of like, yeah, so I didn't personally like this. Well, in the grand scheme of things, very few people personally liked that game. So, I mean, it is what it is. Not without its value, but it was it's certainly a relic in time. Watch somebody else play it rather than play it yourself, probably. Yeah. Watch a video <laughs> or, or just read a recap of the on story. The side, yeah. It's on good old games. So, um, you know, it, if you want to give it a try, I think it's super, super cheap. Um, it would be... A remake would be very interesting to see of a game like that. Um, then, I guess, do we want to go back further or to, I guess we're just kind of, at this point, we're all mobile games. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't, is there anything further back? Arena, Daggerfall, Battlespire, Redguard, that's the order so far. Yes, so that's, we can, I get, yeah, you know what, we might as well just go with the time table i suppose yeah because then uh, then morrowind came out four years later and that was the kind of their hail mary that was their yeah. like okay these games have been really sucky let's do something really big and good and that was you all know, right evolutionary so before, almost simultaneously because it actually involves the music called peaceful waters uh which is one of my favorite elder scrolls tracks um we reached the game uh, Elder Scrolls Travels. Uh, what is it? Shadow Key. I don't know why I spaced on that name. Uh -huh. um, Shadow Key is an Elder Scrolls spinoff game that it's not open world. All right. Well, I guess I'll preface all of this by saying it is only on the end gauge. <laughs> right. Yes. Which if 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 Lotus is saying end gauge and you're either I don't know what, 10 years younger than we are, or most humans on this planet at this point, you're going to say, you're going to be like, what is an N-Gage? What, wait, a what? It's on the N-Gage? Yes, the N-Gage was a, I believe it was Nokia. It was like Nokia's yes, attempt Nokia yep. at making a crossover phone slash gaming portable platform. So think of it as kind of like a Game Boy Advance slash phone of its time. Yes. And as it's mentioned in chat by uh, and I want to specifically shout out TES Benefactor and the Imperial Library. If you don't know the Imperial Library site, they are another great resource, just like the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. Um, Benefactor is actually the one who let me know that after years of work, an emulator for this game has finally been completed because originally um okay it this oh is man, it on the screen yeah i love it 2004 so, so this game came out a year after morrowind <laughs> um, oh look at I mean, this is like just look at the size of the pixels i'm sorry if you yes. are if you are listening to this episode and you want to see this stuff then make sure you check out the robots radio youtube channel because this will all be up on on the youtube uh, but yes. for for people who can't see it on the screen right now, the number of pixels on here is probably something like sixty by eighty. Yes, it is. It is incredibly. And actually, you know what? For the sake of uh, 
Clarity, uh, I will actually grab my N-Gage in a minute and show everybody on the stream uh, what it looks like. But an N-Gage is an incredibly old form of phone slash like it, it was a phone, but they started trying to do some pretty creative video game stuff with it. Um, but I will be able to stream this game for everybody because this is definitely up there as one of the least known games uh, because up until very recently, unless you owned an N-Gage, which I was given an N-Gage and I purchased the game myself just so I could play through it, there was no other way to play this game. So it was trapped on this very, very abstract platform. It surprisingly feels like if you jam an Elder Scrolls game on an N-Gage. The frame rate is abhorrent. Um, and the screen is literally like two inches, so it's very hard to see and it's super reflective, which is rough. But getting into the game itself, um, it's a very condensed, the, the open world is broken into load zones. You do jump from major locations. Um, the Crypt of Hearts is in there. You go to Dragonstar, the city of Dragonstar, just like from Elder Scrolls Online. Um, these are all like things that you encounter in this game. It's got Khajiits and Imperials and Nords and like you pick your race like and your class. It's <laughs> for what it is, it's very, very ambitious. However, <laughs> it is on a platform that was not ready for this type of thing. This was too ambitious for its own good. Um, it took a lot of getting used to to play. It was pretty it was pretty rough um, to, to play through, to say the least. But I actually didn't. I actually kind of enjoyed it once I got going. It was very similar to the Elder Scrolls Arena. You kind of build a love-hate relationship with how old the game is and its restrictions at the time. But it was another edition of the series that's very interesting, but at the same time, very little outside of Shadow Key actually has anything to do with anything. Uh, mm. <clears throat> Red Guard had some tie-ins. Shadow Key, not as much. They delve into shadow magic a lot and stuff like that, and they don't really ever... Mm, yeah. At least not that I've ever encountered, um, run into too much. The only thing is, like I said, some of the locations were very reminiscent, but um, one incredibly rare nod, because I, I love the little just callbacks to different things. There is a pickpocketable item in Elder Scrolls Online, it is a purple drop. It is incredibly rare. But if you pickpocket this item, you will get a thing called a star tooth. And a star tooth is one of the collectible items that you need to complete the main quest in Shadow Key. Huh. And somebody put it in as, a, as an item that you can pickpocket. So it isn't totally forgotten by the rest of the series, but it's definitely less paid attention to, to say the least. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, having looked at the, the screens here, it looks like you have like a whole view distance of maybe six feet. <laughs> that's, that's pretty generous. I'd say even. 
Yeah, you can get just beyond like your own arms and that's about as far out as you can see. <laughs> yeah. And the the thing I had mentioned earlier about that song Peaceful Waters, which I love, um, it is on like a nine second loop in that game. Uh, yeah, yeah, because of the limited storage space. They're like, yes. yeah, we've got like five kilobytes for sound. Let's just loop these nine seconds over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And um, what was I going to say? So the, that's that's a little rough. Another thing that should not I shouldn't be remiss in mentioning. This game also technically had multiplayer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, co-op multiplayer. Co-op, yes, you could. Um, I have not tried it, um, as I only know like one other person, and he's in chat that has an <laughs> Um And we we did not think to bring them to the ESO Vegas event, but I was going to say that is another potential. Um, apparently, there is a reference to it in Skyrim as well with Neloth mentioning uh, a Shadow Mage. Oh, actually, I remember that now. And then there's the Cryptoheart reference with, uh, yeah, so the Star Teeth <laughs> thing. So, yeah, so there's actually a second one, which is pretty crazy. But with how rough of a time that game was to... Um, actually run i can't imagine co-op would go that much better either no um, no but yeah <laughs> it, it was a thing i you can't fault them for not being ambitious right and and most of these were like side projects mostly done by other studios that, that were just using the elder scrolls as a as a, a a known ip in order to put something out there Right. And oftentimes the stories yeah. were not even written by anybody who had previously worked on the Elder Scrolls. You know, there, there was a lot of just kind of like, well, here, let's try and do an Elder Scrolls game with a dis different studio on a mobile device and just see how that works. Because mobile is right. the way of the future. And they're right. They, they were right. It just wasn't on the end gauge. <laughs> you know, yeah. they were a little exactly. bit too yeah. early. You know, like had they really? waited a few years and put it down on, say, uh, you know, an iPhone, then maybe it would have worked out better. Right. And that's where we kind of get the other two games, which are the information I have on these is limited because I have not actually played these. I have files that I can actually run them, but there are two other travels games and one travels slash unreleased game, which that would be the oblivion mobile game is a thing. It, it <laughs> wasn't actually released. So because it wasn't actually released, I don't really consider that too important i mean it, it's neat and it had the potential to be something interesting yeah but unreleased stuff is unreleased stuff it, yeah it's it never saw the it, light of day so right not, not really a thing an, right it's more of an interesting note in the uh history of elder scrolls rather than the other one and then there is also like that phone version one which actually there's a couple of them where there's the Oblivion on phone, there's Dawnstar. Yes, I'm sorry. I was mm -hmm. going to say I should actually get these to double check. Yeah, Dawnstar and Stormhold. Yeah, so here's Dawnstar up on the screen okay, right now. Okay, perfect. Thank you. That's what I was <laughs> hoping for that you would have handy. Yep, yep. Yes. So these games, <laughs> I have Glorious. no experience with. Glorious really. graphics. These, yes, this perfect. looks amazing. Oh my god, thank you. Yes, I was really hoping you'd have some graphics for these handy. Perfect. So these yeah, this are this is this is a video feed. It looks like static graphics. This is the way the game played. Things just yes. didn't move that much. 
That, no, it it was a lot of honestly, it was like a graphical like. This not is like a like the early '90s Wolfenstein style. Yes, you know, Return to Castle the, Wolfenstein style type of dungeon. Right. Um. Incredibly low frame. Incredibly low frame rate. Um. It was more of almost like a interactable text adventure so to speak or or like one of those styles of things from way back in the day even before wolfenstein like catacomb or something like that mm-hmm. um so these are they, again i've got files for this i've heard they are incredibly small but again what it, it, that's what you're going to get for a game like this um i unfortunately don't have a lot on the storyline to them i'm sure there can't be all that much that's integral to the series but i will be yeah able it doesn't to seem like there's a whole much uh, no whole, I, from what i've just read lot. on them i've never seen too too much of a tie-in like there's just little bits here or there but um again you have your classes these are not open worlds they're they're essentially corridor games um yeah, and actually, I was going to say, Benefactor actually confirmed for us. He's like, hey, you can find what story there is on the Imperial Library, but there is very little out there. It's like, So it's like, these are not... These were released, but again, are more of a, hey, this was a stopping point along the way to where you get. I'll be very curious to play these. Um, I, I would hope I can beat one of these in a single stream, but who knows? Like... <laughs> Sometimes I get myself fed way over my head with some of these old <laughs> games. Um, but again, the ambition to the series was there in these, but we'd be remiss to not mention that they do exist. So the travel games are kind of a very, very unique little series of spinoffs right around the time, well, right before Morrowind kind of launched Elder Scrolls into the popularity that it's become. Yeah, so that moves us into. Yeah, I was going to say you got something to add to but, uh, our. It's not not a whole lot. I mean, these. I mean, sounds like the game in general. You, not a whole lot. Yeah, if you lived, <laughs> if you if you lived through this period of time as a gamer and um, we're paying attention to gaming news and the things that were going on, these things like you would have heard like, oh, they're putting an Elder Scrolls game out on on this mobile device and all of those kinds of things. But I mean, they were. This is how these games were back then. Like there was you. You didn't, there was no anticipation of like, oh, there's going to be some depth to this. No, it was like, no, there's just a bunch of static screens with, you know, stats that move up and down and you can hit a button. And, and I don't, I don't know that I ever was super engaged in anything that was like this for very long. You know, maybe when I was a kid and I was playing through like old DOS games, because this is what you had. Like if you wanted to do a dungeon crawler and on an old DOS computer, then this is as good as it got. Um, But yeah, that was about it. I, again, I, I assume they were back. I mean, I don't know. I didn't own these on my flip phone, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, I would guess they were probably like a dollar ninety nine or something. I mean, yeah, if you're, yeah, I, they would have been pretty I, cheap. Be my, so it's like you know, for a dollar ninety nine game, it's like you're gonna get like Centipede or Tetris or something like that. It's like if you're going for an, an adventure game or an RPG, it's like I kind of assume it's going to just be like, yeah, how much are you gonna get for a dollar ninety nine? It's a it's like a tech product of the time, um, which, you know, it that's fine. It led us to where we are. So mm-hmm. that brings us to our final two modern mobile games, because we're still 
they're not fully mobile because you could also play them while on the PC, uh, at least with Elder Scrolls Legends, which we'll go with first, which is a card game. It's actually not. <laughs> it's not. Yes, it is a um, CCG or collectible card game. And. I, from my perspective, I actually played this game a lot. I um, like this game. I like this I a lot. I also like this game. It makes me sad that this game is not in active development, is I believe the exact terminology yes. that they have said. Um, it still works. It's still up. It's a free-to-play game with, you know, the ability to buy packs and all sorts of stuff right this it is had, this is to, yeah. to jump in here real quick this was a game that um existed because hearthstone is a thing so about six years ago i think it was hearth uh the blizzard the company that does world of warcraft decided okay well, let's make a card game a collectible card game kind of like magic the gathering but simpler that can you can play on your computer and now you can play it like on your phones and things like that too and let's just put it out there, see how it does. And it turns out it was a really good idea. It sold a ton. There's there's millions of people who play Hearthstone. So yes. that uh, basically created a new uh, popular genre for many of these other studios to chase after. So Elder Scrolls did it. The Witcher did it with Gwent. Um, there's a number of these other studios, IPs that all decided, okay, well, collectible card games are a thing now. Let's all do that. And so of course we got an Elder Scrolls collectible card game and it's cool. Like it's, whereas Hearthstone is kind of cartoony and it's got like kind of the wow cartoony silly vibe going on. This has that more serious kind of darker Elder yes, Scrolls vibe. And they've over time, they released expansion packs with new cards uh, based around different themes like the Dark Brotherhood or uh, yeah, the Argonians, and or or even specific events in the history and the stories. Very good. Yeah, um, they were fleshed out storylines that you would play through, and instead of random encounters or you know boss battles, so to speak, you would fight your enemies in like card battles. That was how they were done, and the story would be given to you in between and honestly during the fights themselves sometimes. You know, the, the battlefield would change while you were doing things. It was a unique concept uh, where you had two lanes mm -hmm. and you could have different effects via the different lanes. Uh, they had puzzles that they would have uh, for some of the expansion packs that they didn't have necessarily too much story to them. Some of them were like, you know, here's the scene set up and you've got your cards and they've got their cards set up and it's basically like a logic puzzle of how do you win in one turn with what's on the table type of deal right so that was also another creative thing there were a lot of different things to it that were very interesting about it yeah um, and and uh, it was part for the course a lot of these collectible card games did those kinds of things um, yeah but what's also what's notable about it is that they some of the storylines are I mean, they're canon. They These are like legitimate yes. storylines that are on par with anything that you're going to get in something like Elder Scrolls Online. And I'm sure saying like there's a storyline in a collectible card game is probably hard for some people to understand if you haven't done it. Uh, it because <laughs> because generally you think like Pokemon or, or Magic the Gathering and you think, okay, so like Lotus is going to challenge me or he's going to say, you know, give me a random player to compete with. 
and then we're going to play cards against each other. And yes, that's that's how it goes most of the time. But there's right. a whole other solo player side of the game, like there is with Hearthstone, where you go through a series of different story events that play out, and then you have to play against like the next enemy that you come across. And that's, yes. that's the character you're playing against. And in that case, that character you're playing against, it doesn't have like some random assortment of, of packs of cards that they opened up and formed into a deck the way that you or I would. They have a very specifically crafted deck that is built to be very good at one or two or three things that you then, like Lotus is saying, have to puzzle out the way that you would beat that deck. With and some of them are own challenging, decks. like very challenging. Right, right. And um, uh, Kung Fu um, Kung Fu Kangaroo mentioned in chat that um, one of the things notable about this is that you didn't need to purchase anything. Like you could just unlock everything in the game through playing it enough and getting enough rewards and enough in-game currency to then buy the other things in the game. So it it wasn't um, it wasn't built in a way that it necessarily needed you to spend money. Yes, and to his point um i actually beat everything in the entire game without spending any money on it i've beaten every story quest i unlocked all the cards i did everything without paying for it and then once i was completed i bought something for 20 bucks just because i felt <laughs> like i was like well i got i, give I got, something <laughs> i was like i might as well pay for something because i enjoyed it and i didn't feel like they strong armed me into like come on buy stuff do stuff mm -hmm. you could buy the story expansions all of it was literally earnable which i loved so as a result i was like well then i want to pay what i want to pay like 20 dollars for a mobile game is actually kind of what i consider like look if this is flushed out and i don't feel like i'm being hosed then fine i will give you 20 bucks like that's yeah. whatever so you you have and, uh, and lotus to thank for the fact that this is no longer an active development <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i i paid for it right around the time that they were like well i guess nobody's gonna buy anything and then they got my 20 dollars, and they were like it's too late get it's, out <laughs> it's done it's done yeah, um, it's all done man you had your chance but um no it was very it, it's very user-friendly i find and to be fair um just because it's not in active development it sh don't feel like you can't jump in and test it now honestly definitely do so they're actually quite generous with some of their events these days because they just like to have people on the servers mm -hmm. um and they run events still it's just all in automatic mode it's just maintenance mode essentially so if you don't want to miss out test it out don't pay for anything until you determine if you like it because it's still there for you it might not be one yeah. day you know yeah. who knows um also just because it was mentioned in chat and i want to just show that it is now it's limited it's not the whole thing um however people had mentioned that there it's really cool that there like it would be neat if there was like a physical card game there isn't but there are actually Elder Scrolls Legends cards. Um, this is every one that they made. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Lotus just held up what? What is that, like a dozen? Uh, it looks like about a dozen cards. Yeah. What they did was um, <clears throat> they had them available at things like PAX East and these promo events. 
when you would play the game at the demo stations, a lot of times you could get a pack of the cards and they did a couple different packs. So like there's a very limited amount of the cards available, but um, yes, there, there was a set of cards. Now, some of the rules of the game would kind of make it very difficult to have a physical card version of the game that worked yeah, because things right. change and stuff like that. Right. But at the same time, seeing the artwork on physical cards, because that is a huge highlight of this game. The artwork is gorgeous. Oh, the art. Yeah. So much of the stuff. Yeah. The artwork looks gorgeous in the game. Um, yes. Let alone, I, I would imagine. Can you hold one of the cards up to the screen? Sure. Like, you know, actually, in, in the real like, world. On yes. The cards. They're like they're shiny holographic yeah. too. So like it's trying to even not get it against the, the light. So they actually have like a gloss holographic coat to them, which kind of makes them hard to even show on camera. Yeah, that's cool. But they're very very detailed and they're beautiful the artwork um and it was done by a lot of different artists very really inside baseball and this really has no (laughs) if you happen to use any of the emotes on my channel on twitch (laughs) Uh they are designed by the ui designer of elder scrolls legends Um, I didn't know it when I contracted him to make my art, but but he said he'd be happy to. And when he did it, I was like, wow, these came out amazing. And he just said, yeah, I I was really excited to work on like Hermaeus Mora emotes or whatever. And then once Elder (laughs) Scrolls Legends (laughs) launched, he was like, by the way, I was ND8. I couldn't tell you. I've been doing the art for this. So all I've I've been doing is drawing Elder Scrolls stuff this whole time. I was like, that's amazing. so yeah, that's uh, it was just it was a neat little thing that I I got to unintentionally be tethered to that I had no idea at the time. Yeah, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, can't recommend Legends enough uh, to try it out if you haven't. It's 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 great. It's great and it's free. Yeah, yeah, go try it out. Um, it's definitely if you enjoy anything that's like a collectible card game, or you've never even tried a collectible card game before. This one's absolutely I free. I how to play and collectible card games just to play this game. And it's, it's not that hard. And the tutorial will walk it's you not. through the each of the cards tells you exactly what it does. You'll you'll pick it up as you go. It's really not hard to, mm-hmm. to learn. Um, nope. So that leaves just one one game left. Yep. And it had a very contentious launch, <laughs> so to speak. And that is the Elder Scrolls Blades, which is another mobile game. Um as we had mentioned the last one, it's on phone and PC. Mm-hmm. This game was listed to be on several things. Um, it's currently still just on, well, it's on phone and it is now also on uh, the Nintendo Switch. So there are two ways to play this as well. It is not, I believe you can get an, uh, some type of like thing to put it on your PC, but I don't believe it's native PC yet. Still. Yeah, if it's on a phone, you can get an emulator. Right. Right, right, really. Um, But it is it has a very, very strong Skyrim style art. Yeah. So if you just watched if you just watched the (laughs) the intro that we put up on the screen, the very first thing you do is kill a Thalmor (laughs) with flames behind him. Like it gives you right at the beginning, like uh, the satisfying idea of like okay here's how this is how you swing your weapon in the game kill this yeah. thalmor is basically kill this thalmor. Yeah. so i was gonna say another for the pact right there even though the pact would have been long disbanded at this point in the time frame um <laughs> but elder scrolls blades um how what's the best way to explain blades blades is like a weird 
Um, mix of several different games to give the feeling of Elder Scrolls, but at the same time, it's not an open world game. Um, it is. It, has it is the combat. modern equivalent. I mean, it is. It is the modern equivalent. The modern evolution of those other yeah. old phone games. I mean, it really is. It, it really is. Most of the it time, really... you're walking down corridors. If if anything branches, it doesn't go too far until you find the you know the end with like a little treasure chest or something. You have these little quests to go into a place that takes you maybe five minutes to work your way through and kill yep. these monsters or find something. And then sometimes there's hidden things in the walls. And then after you do that, you get your rewards. You might get some new fancy item. You get your money. You get your supplies. And then you go back to your little town and you fix up your town. And yes, that's the, that's the core loop for the most part. Right. Yeah. Pick adventure. Go on adventure. Collect junk from adventure sell junk or craft with junk upgrade town because then your smithies get better because you have more access to them and it's just a loop of like you know improve your town to mm -hmm. then go quest quest at better stuff improve your town more and in between there are there are stories they're fine they're they're fine is actually yeah, they're the little, little things it. they're like hey they're, they're, this village and, was sacked by a bunch of goblins and i can't find my sister can you go look for her you know, right it's stuff like it's that simple the main quest is um in, it's interesting enough it's it's nothing super deep or lore centric so if you're going in there for some deep lore you're not going to really get it from this game but the little side stories are neat and the history of the town is kind of cool and you eventually i mean you get to make it your own really um you it's not just repair thing like you can design stuff in all sorts of different ways uh, around the town. Uh, there's a lot of cosmetic stuff. They do events, um, which are also neat where you have. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Uh, like they have the witches festival and the town will be nighttime like and it, it's got creepy sound effects and stuff like that. The reason. I, so saying this again, I really enjoyed this game. When this game first launched, it kind of was marred in a lot of controversy to start with because it was you had the you could do whatever you wanted, but it had a lot of pay to win stuff in it, um, which you can still I, I haven't played it too, too much recently, um, but you can still buy all sorts of junk. They had this chest thing that was very, very contentious at the start, where when you would find chests in dungeons, you would collect the chest. And then when you would try to open it, it would have a timer. Yeah, they had that, and, I think, two or three years ago when this was being yes. developed. That was kind of the, the new uh, thing in mobile games was, yes. we'll let you do all sorts of stuff. But after you, you play it for wait. about 10 minutes, you're going to have to start waiting. And then if right. you want to speed that up, that's why you, well, that's why you have to spend money. You give us some money. Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things now, again, I'm not into conspiracy theories. So take all of this however you would like. This is just my experience with the product. Um, I was not interested in spending money until I proved that I could beat it because that's how I tend to do these things. I was mm -hmm. like, well, I don't want to be strong armed in. I want to be able to beat this game. Um, and then if I can beat the game i don't care what other people do it's a single player game so it's like i if i want the option to buy stuff that's great whatever i i won't really utilize that but if i beat the game 
then maybe I'll get something because like, okay, you didn't trick me into it or whatever. I enjoyed it. I went through, I beat this uh, main campaign. The end boss was definitely a little bit uh, quarter munchery, I guess, for the <laughs> modern day because man, that thing had some cheap attacks. But I overpowered everything and and beat it without needing to spend money on it. However, there were a lot of people who didn't like the amount of waiting and stuff like that. I did just kind of like wait for things, but myself um, and several others in just like the Elder Scrolls community, we didn't, and not that it was us specifically that did it because there were millions of people that played this game. It was actually like the number one game on like mobile for like a while, actually. (laughs) So I, to, Combat, basically, the public opinion of you shouldn't sell Daedric artifacts that just give you superpowers like that. That's stupid. They took it out the following patch. People complained about how annoying the chest timers were. I thought they were pretty annoying, but I was like, "Eh, it's not game breaking. But yeah, this game would be much better without them. They removed them. They did. The game came out much more aggressively frustrating and very mobile gamey and then as it progressed it became much more friendly to the player and it again you could assume that they tried to do the whole maybe start at one end and back it up so that it you get to where you want to be and that's where they are but it makes it look right. like they listened right there were so many things directly done based on at least in my personal sphere of hearing what people are complaining about, the solutions suggested were the ones that they took and implemented in the game. Or it, in one case with the timer thing, everybody was like, oh, you got to tone these timers down. You can't have them be like an hour long. You can't have them be like five hours long, whatever. They just removed them entirely. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was even more than what, people ask for so personally i didn't feel like i don't know i didn't feel super nefarious to me and i also played with them so it really was just like oh this is just even better now um and it turned into a game that's a great little jump in jump out mobile game Mm -hmm. um where you can earn currency in game now and they've added all sorts of improvements to the combat system to make it more engaging rather than just slashy 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 um Honestly, it's I think it's a lot of fun and I still jump back in for content expansions because they do still add little storylines here or there or they do events and stuff like that. I jump in and do those, but I'm so completely overpowered in the game. I have nothing to progress (laughs) toward. I come back just like I'm head to toe in Enchanted Dragonbone Armor and my town is a metropolis. So I'm like, okay, what else can I do? (laughs) You've become you've become Tiber Septum, basically. Right. Yeah. But to that thing when they release a new storyline or you know a new event i'll jump in and play it and it's like that's fine with me like i that doesn't bother me so again not super lore rich but another interesting addition to the series and you know it's got a decent amount of custom customization which a lot of people enjoy in these games Mm -hmm. so again free so you can try it out if yeah. if it's your cup of tea there's a lot to it they've added pvp arenas and stuff like that it's it's much 
more fleshed out than when it first launched. And honestly, I played it at launch and I still enjoyed it. And it's done nothing that I've seen except get better over time. So, yeah. and the Switch I'm, version is great. Like if you if you don't like playing games that. on your phone, because I I don't prefer to play games on my phone, especially games that require lots of input. Because there's yes. no there's no tactile feedback, you know, you're just it's tapping the screen yeah. and moving things. And it's always weird to kind of hold your phone. Um, the Switch version is so much better because you just hit buttons and you've actually you've got like controls um, yep. and it works just as well. I mean, it looks just as good. So and both are free. So it's it's totally worth jumping into either on your phone or on, on the Switch. You guys want the to environments are also very pretty for a phone slash mobile oh, yeah. game. Uh, I, the character models look whatever. They look kind of Skyrim-like. They look like they pulled <laughs> a lot of the base models and textures out of Skyrim. I don't know if they did. Certainly. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure either. They, but They look very similar. Yeah, and the art style, uh, you know, from game to game has its own flair. This definitely feels like a fourth era Skyrim style thing, except you're just in a different region. Mm. Um so if if that's something you like as well, that could be another draw for you because yeah. it's it again it's very pretty. Well, thanks for the recaps, uh, Lotus. This has been really cool. Yeah. Um, these are this a lot of a... a lot of these are games that I I don't plan to ever go back and try, but to have yeah. uh, your perspective <laughs> on it and to fair. look at some of the footage and things is fun uh, to see that. And um, the yeah. newer ones are definitely worth worth checking out, especially because they're free. So if you're looking for yeah, more exactly. Elder Scroll stuff, why not? Right. Um, right. But we've got we've got some news to get to, and we've got to thank our patrons. So why don't we go ahead and move on with that? Sounds great. The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire, and every one a sign. Patrons, patrons, I said, you guys are fantastic. You guys are amazing, and you are what helps us to keep doing this show, especially our Tier 5 patron, Noodle Al Dente, which I can never get tired of saying. Noodle, I hope you continue to subscribe forever, not not just because you're supporting the show, but, but because I get to say Noodle Al Dente every episode. Um, the most generous pasta dish on Twitch. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, all 44 of you who support the show, it's just, it's phenomenal. Um at some point, if if I mean, I hope we continue to grow, and when we get to the point where we hit recurring five hundred dollars a month amounts, I'll have to get an Elder Scrolls tattoo. I'm gonna have to find your contact for your guy. Maybe I should contact him and get him to design a cool Elder Scrolls something to put on my arm a, or something. Does great work. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Maybe I need to do that. But anyway, if you want to if you want to help out the show, if you want to check out the different kinds of rewards you can get, including ad free episodes, early episodes. Um, being able to join us on future episodes of the show, any of that stuff, go to patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. And we're coming up on the last Thursday of the month next week. So next week is our patron episode. So you've got a week still to sign up for that if you'd like to join us. And we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people potentially for that episode. You're welcome to come join us and talk about whatever topic we decide to to talk about I, I always let you guys kind of flesh that out on discord I'll, I'll offer some suggestions too but it's always a good time so come join us and check out the patreon and thank you again to everyone who helps support the show i am so excited about our sponsor this week marvel strike force i freaking love marvel comics growing up i collected comics and the trading cards and i've seen 
pretty much every Marvel movie they've made so far. So if you're into Marvel like I am, go check out Marvel Strike Force. This is a mobile squad RPG. You can collect and unlock all the different heroes. You fight against supervillains. There's a campaign. There's a blitz mode. There's an arena. There's a constantly evolving meta. And right now they're celebrating the Deadpool anniversary event. This is a mission from Strike where you log in the first time and you unlock this generous gift containing character shards, an anniversary diamond orb, gear, a bunch of other items. It is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out. Click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code MAXPOOL, M-A-X-P-O-O-L, MAXPOOL. Don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. All right. So speaking about other cool news, I guess we could say, speaking about um, the uh, the Jester's Festival is coming up for Elder Scrolls Online. For those of you who don't play Elder Scrolls Online, first, what the heck are you doing? You should uh, give, and, it and, uh, give it a try. It's on Game Pass now if <laughs> it's you on have that. Freaking Game Pass. Just I think can you still get it for like a dollar for the first month to try it out? It's it's it's, it's very inexpensive for just base game and it's yeah like, I, again at this point I don't have a game pass but I know a lot of people do mm-hmm. if you're curious about it and you have game pass on either PC or Xbox it's just like it's there anyways as part of your other subscription yeah see if it's for you see whether if you, you like, like it more or yeah I was going to say there's very little barrier to entry which is always what I think is important Yes. Make the decisions for yourself. And if it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to get in and try it out, give it a shot. Maybe it's give for you, shot. maybe it's not. Give it a shot. And come join us on the Lorecasters Guild if you Absolutely. decide to jump in and you're on PC or any of the platforms. We've got guilds everywhere. Our biggest group is on PC. And every Friday nights we have events now. So you can come join us and play some stuff on Friday nights. Um, and there's lots of lots of people to help you out all over the place to give you recommendations on stuff and lots of people of different skill levels and experience and you can group up with anybody in the in the guild if you want to join us. So, um, but let's get into the details about the Jester's Festival. Uh, we've got a big event coming, as we normally do. You know, every this time of year, every time. This is one of my favorite events, Lotus, because it is <laughs> absolutely so wacky. I mean, I love 
so I love the extremes of these games, like the dark, sinister, world-ending evil, and you know, the, the heroic triumph over that, and then the like super wacky stuff of like this is a dangerous world and people are doing dumb stuff and <laughs> this event is awesome because it allows you to do dumb stuff the event will be live uh from thursday march 25th at 10 a.m eastern until thursday april 1st so you've got about a week i think that's probably exactly a week uh to join in the yeah. festivities and basically this is one of those one of those events where you run around the world and you do all these little side quests and you can unlock a whole bunch of things and um, speaking about all the fun things that you can unlock from doing the daily quests, uh, I've got a bunch of uh, images and things up on the screen to show you guys about some of the things that you can unlock. Um, and side note, there are some new things this year, some new daily quests, not just things like dress up the pig like the queen and, and stuff like that, which is funny, uh, but there's some new ones for you to do as well. So let's take a look. So first of all, you can unlock uh, Cadwell's Kitchen Arms style pages which is great here we go there's good old cadwell with his pot on his head and his dishes for his uh armor um yep yep that's some good stuff there i don't know who doesn't want to have that on at least one alt. Weapons, uh, all cooking utensils as well like forks and stuff like that oh yeah yeah here's here's all the different stuff you can get like a da the dagger is a fork the sword is like a, a skewer <laughs> the axe is spoon maybe <laughs> like, yeah i think it's a spoon <laughs> there's all sorts yeah. of funny utensils and things and all the stuff so these are great these are great and then you can also get uh fragments of two mementos the festive noisemaker and the jester's festival joke popper check this out this is the festive noisemaker you can spin that around and then there's the jester's festive joke popper so you can have those if you want to use those. Um, so this kind of stuff is always fun to be able to, you know, especially when you're hanging out with other players and just kind of, you know, waiting for bosses, to, world bosses to pop or whatever to kind of pull this kind of stuff yep. out. Um, then there's the jokey steelies to sell at vendors. There are rune boxes containing the cherry blossom branch or Jester's scintillator mementos. Check this out. Here's the cherry blossom branch. So you can toss those around. And then the those are great for uh, yeah just a little just a little hop there's just just yeah. your scintillator so it's a little hop thing you can do yeah the 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 cherry blossoms I was gonna say tend to really be a thing whenever any people do uh, pledges of Mara or are RPing I assume a wedding or whatever but like every now and then I will see people just like dousing an entire city street in those things so that's yeah. uh that's definitely a memento that tends to be used quite a bit then there's the um fragments of the sovereign so sow pet sow meaning yes. pig so check this guy out yep you get oh to make, yeah yeah you get to make the princess pig the princess pig <laughs> so good <laughs> yep. who doesn't want a princess pig i got princess pig last year so <laughs> yep that's another thing you can that's that's yeah. another thing. And then um the regalia a uh, regal regalia outfit style pages. Check this out. This is pretty fancy. It's kind of an uh, official looking armor set. Very oh, I actually don't very regal. Wait, really? Yeah. Is that new? <laughs> that one doesn't look familiar to me, or I just didn't look at it because uh, I'm terrible at fashion. Style. Yeah, no, this is this is absolutely this is brand new. New Regal okay, Regalia so outfit style pages. One. Mm -hmm. and uh, new fragments of the playful prankster surprise box memento 
which excellent is uh, this guy right here, I think, which looks pretty cool too. So yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. And you know, they, they, they do these events all year. I don't do all of them, but there are certain ones that I'm more likely to hop into. And yep. this wacky stuff is, is the best, especially the way the jester, the jester's uh, personality makes your character run and he kicks up his legs. That's, oh my god yeah a lot that. of people yeah the the very dramatic run thing a lot of people use that i see mm -hmm. it's really good if you play with a controller because you can just push the controller forward a little bit yeah. and there's like three different variations of the animation this very is one of those slowly high step <laughs> yes yes it's <laughs> this is one of those things that a lot of pc players miss out on because they they typically are walking or running but they don't realize yes. that like there are these other variants kind of in between and if you barely push up on the controller like you can do this like sauntery high step thing it's <laughs> it's, it's really good for just walking around people waiting for you know like dungeon stuff to happen or whatever yep um because people like oftentimes people will comment while we're playing they're like how did you make your character do that and it's like because yep. i'm on pc right um and i right. play with a controller on pc it's the, like the only game i prefer controller on is elder scrolls online so. preaching to the choir yeah yeah <laughs> so anyway so that's what's coming up um so fun stuff jump in on the 25th which is uh a week from today actually today's the 18th when we're recording this so that's coming up so yeah go check that yep. out and if you have any questions yep. about any of this stuff if you guys you know want somebody to reach out to like hey should i pick this on up I, I have these questions this is what i like this is what i don't like we're here we're here to help answer questions you know send us some messages on twitter or on discord um, and there's a lot of people in our community, even if I'm not on right in the moment and you ask a question on the discord, somebody's probably going to pop in and help you answer your question. So yep, it's, it's know. a wonderful community. Um, also last final note, um, we have a weekly, not only a weekly guild event that happens on Friday nights for our PC group at, uh, 10 PM Eastern, but we're going to start doing what I hope will be weekly, just community events for the robots radio community. Um, and so we're going to get together on Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern and or 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific um, and play Among Us. So <laughs> it should be a fun oh, nice. time. I'll be streaming it. So if you can't join us, you can always just watch. Um, but it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun thing for us to just kind of do as a community and, you know, accuse each other of being murderers because what community doesn't <laughs> want to spend their time getting mad at each other? So it's going to be great. So you're welcome to come join us there as well. So, man jam-packed episode lotus yeah i was gonna say it took three three episodes to cover just an overview of the history of elder scrolls games and how they relate to each other and don't relate to each other and it's like there's so much more you could delve into if you really wanted to get into the nitty-gritty because there's so much unique about them but it was like man three episodes for just kind of like a run through of the history in gaming at least because we didn't even get into stuff like modifius's board game tabletop thing or anything like that it's oh like, yeah yeah there's so much to this property both in game and out as you can probably tell it for anybody watching the video as the backgrounds behind us both have giant <laughs> flags and <laughs> yeah. merchandise and all sorts of stuff behind us yes yeah. yeah for sure for sure yeah um, oh did you did you see i also uh i did my loot box uh, oh did you unboxing. yeah i got mine too actually yeah. my scarf is uh, surrounding my other scarf on my chair oh, this guy looks awesome if you yeah, guys want to see all the stuff check the videos up on on my youtube um yeah mine mine is back here and the 
the little uh there's like a what is it it's like just a what's it called the thing you put on your uh, head it, it's a hat a hat it's like a, one of those like but it goes down winter it looks like that beanie yeah, it type like hats Nordic helmet. yeah but it comes over your eyes with the little holes um so funny so good yeah it looks like yep. a iron helmet i'm not going to actually stretch because i'm not flexible and it'll just end in catastrophe but i'm currently wearing the socks <laughs> nice like militant coordinator nice. yeah, yeah they're, 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 I, I, I haven't I haven't yeah, put them on yet but my mine are on yeah. my feet because the, <laughs> but i'm not going to stretch in a position where i would wear them or, or can show them so yeah imagine what robots just showed except i'm wearing them so there you go Boom, there you gone. go there you go yeah imagine his feet wonderful visual yeah. um <laughs> well lotus you got anything else to talk about before we go anything to shout out <clears throat> no not too much um as always, is trying to remember to, you know, let people know about other stuff that I do, which I'm not great at usually. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, we've got uh, hopefully another episode of Tales of Tamriel this uh, Saturday evening. We'll be recording live uh, at 11 p.m. Eastern. And um, yeah, if all goes well, I'll probably stream again. Aiming to stream Battlespire on Sunday afternoon. Um, my My big thing is... I've been wanting to get in another Battlespire uh, playthrough, but with all the new Flames of Ambition DLC and Champion Point system and all the stuff that's hit ESO, that has pretty much been all of my time so far. But yeah. ideally, Battlespire on Sunday, but soon, either way. And hopefully I can figure out what I'm doing in that game. Well, good luck. Good luck. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I've, I've mentioned some of the stuff at the beginning of the show. Uh, reminder, please send us your questions. If you have questions for Zoss, you want to know specific things about the new stuff coming out for Elder Scrolls Online, please join us on the Discord. I'm going to post it again while I'm talking about this in the chat and, uh, share some questions. Look for the questions for Zoss channel. Send us your questions and we will be sending those away and hopefully getting a really cool interview and some answers in the future. Um, let's see other things to note before we go. There was one that slipped my mind. Oh, oh, uh, Bob Chichinsky of the Red Diamond Courier or Courier. How does Curry? he say it? He says it, but he's got like that California ask it. Yeah, I know. Courier. Courier. <laughs> the Red Diamond Courier. Uh, I don't know. He, <laughs> what are you doing here um yeah i do not have i, I can't I'm, do it i'm as far removed from the california accent being in boston <laughs> yes. as physically possible and still right. being in the states right um but he and i are working on some videos for the robots radio channel where we will be testing different builds for eso and comparing them against each other so i think what he's he's uh building them out and then i'm helping edit the videos down and and finalized videos uh, but we're going to be testing things like you know the stam sork build from zynode versus dots gaming or all cast yeah. um because you know everybody does these cool builds i'm sure all of them are good but which one's the best which one which one's rotation is easier than the other which one if you're actually just you know a regular dude trying them out what kind of dps can you get using each so those will be yes. up on the robots radio channel we're hope we're trying to knock out maybe one a week um, but man, I like Bob's the guy to be testing this stuff out because he plays this game incessantly and I'm super interested in the data. We're going to be doing like breakdowns of all the different things and oh dude, and I'm finally going to know like, oh, which build should I actually go for rather than just picking one at random. So I'm excited so, about that. I really like this idea just on the purpose of... <clears throat> 
Not even so much because like you're you kind of made the thing of like which one's better. The best part about this is there's no right way to play Elder Scrolls online. Right. Uh, right. Now, and, and are, I don't know that we're going to define one is better than the other, but we will be sure. able to say like this one's rotation was easier to learn. This yes, one or, has a like uh, this one has more burst damage, but this like, one has more sustain. You know, like we'll be and, able to like figure out the nuances this one's cheaper to build you know like that kind of stuff right yeah this is super easy to just get the gear for or the skills for or whatever mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's very interesting just to have those all compared to each other side by side because as much as i like endgame oftentimes i don't play meta right i play yeah. off meta stuff yeah and people ask for builds that i use on stream and when, <laughs> when i say some of the sets sometimes people are like why what is that yeah nobody else uses it but i like it and you know other times i do like the meta it's, mm -hmm. it just feels right so yeah buddy destiny in chat says it would also be helpful for newish people to show what how much dps is achievable at different cp levels like 300 600 900 and that's another thing that we're going to be that's you know <laughs> bob and i specifically talked about that i think yep. a lot of people who search these builds aren't necessarily grinding end game content they're not you know, CP 900 doing trials. There are people who may have recently hit, you know, level 50 CP 160, and they want to know what gear set should I just start looking for, you know? Right. And I mean, you need, you can pick stuff up, but you need some type of a build to just do stuff yeah. regardless of what it is. Yeah. So be looking for that. If you're not following um, the Robots Radio YouTube channel, go ahead and jump in there uh, and you'll, you'll see uh, pretty soon that we will have these videos up. Um, we're hoping to knock out the first one this weekend. So maybe early next week it'll be posted. And then hopefully every week from then. And if we do post them and you check them out, you know, please like and subscribe. But not only do that, but comments any questions or clarity that you want about the builds in the videos. Because we can do follow-ups on this stuff or answer your questions in the comments potentially. So, um, you know, and that'll help us understand what things you're looking for in these kinds of videos, too, so we can keep getting better at doing the content that you guys would enjoy and, and find valuable. So um, super excited about that. I, I think Bob's going to knock it out of the park and uh, and I'll get to learn stuff as well. So that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. So that's it for this week, everybody. Thank you for being here. Stay tuned. In 14 minutes, we will be starting the Dungeons and Dragons lore cast. We've been going through all the different kinds of dragons in Dungeons and Dragons um, and all the lore surrounding them, which is super interesting because so much of that has influenced and been pulled into these other series like Elder Scrolls because Dungeons and Dragons was kind of the progenitor of a lot of that stuff. So if you want to check that out, stay tuned. We'll be back in 13 minutes. And uh, Beelzebub, thank you for uh, <laughs> for uh, giving another gift sub. And um, Lotus, I think that's it. You good? All right, sounds good. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Until next week, stay safe and pick up one of the free games. Try them out. We'll see you later. For sure. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at elderscrollslorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ESO Lorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey friends, this is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and 
host of the two original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155 star reviews in only a couple of months with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step through the background of the games and the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast reader, podcatcher, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify. Again, that's the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, available everywhere. Looking for an RPG podcast that isn't just D&D? Roll to cast is the answer. No, no, wait, sorry. What games have we played so far? Well, we've done Cyberpunk 2020. What does it mean? to have a voice. And there's going to be something big coming, Chumba. Hey, if you're listening, I won. I beat you. You suck. There was a time when we were slamming things against our phones and... <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. Chloe, Sam? You can't use those words! He's going to grab Vincent, press him against the wall. I mesmerize him. This is Adelaide's Anarch move. First out of your chair, your hand goes to your gun and you draw... Hope Cthulhu. I told you I had it. Oh, we've all got the creeps going. I love it <laughs> so much. All right there. Screechy child. <laughs> my favorite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good, but better. But maybe you might be able to give me a counter off. Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. Even support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world. Hello, gentle listener. Every Friday, be sure to tune in. What the hell are you doing, Ampersand? (laughs) Hi, Charlie. I'm sorry I broke in. I thought I was the only one to talk to myself. Well, I'm letting everyone know about the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. It's a 5e live play podcast. Join us every week. Where do we find it, yo, crusty coot? Uh, Anywhere you can get all your podcasts. You'll find it every Friday, you stupid cat. (laughs) At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.